Welcome to the Blacklist Redemption After Buzz After Show, episode number, I don't know, five? Six. Five. Five. Season one, the Borealis 301. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'm leaving. Miss this guy. Borealis 301. I'll be back again. Flying around. Oh, such a good song. Hijacked. John Denver. Gone too soon. Oh, Johnny D. Johnny D. They call him. Uh, welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz, Blacklist Redemption After Buzz After Show. Um, we're here to talk redemption and Borealis 301. I'm Joe Braswell. We're joined, as always, by the lovely Julia Carley. Here I am. Hey, In the flesh. In the flesh. In the flesh. Ready to rock. Um... We got a good episode of Blacklist Redemption. Uh, we're, we're getting towards something that kind of seems interesting. We, we, we talked a lot about like how we love the cast. And we kind of like the show, but I just want to know what they're getting at here. and what's, 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 what, where, the, where the real intrigue is besides these sort of Mission Impossible once-a-week missions. And I don't know. We seem to got to a place where I feel like something interesting is happening. Yeah, it did right? get interesting in this episode. Especially, I mean, they sort of carried it throughout the episode, which I appreciated, rather than like... One big scene with Howard, one big scene with Scotty, blah, 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 blah. It was sort of weaved throughout the narrative of this episode. Um, but interesting things happening, finally. You know, it's so funny. On the blacklist, I always want to just, like, get to the, to the like, more in-depth character arcs and what's going on there. Whereas in this blacklist redemption, it seems that I just really want, like, a fun spy heisty thing. But now I'm finally interested in what's happening in the familial sense, they seem to be pretty good at the uh, at, at the uh, fun spy heisty stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say hello to our folks oh. uh, in the chat room. Uh, I can't believe we are so late, and you guys are still here. I love you guys all, uh, Andrew Martin. Hello to you, uh, Cassandra Sellers, Watson Keen, twenty two one B, Queen Burnett. I haven't seen you, Queen Burnett. Hi, uh, and uh, Golden Toe, of course. Thank you so much for joining us live. Thanks you for all of those who are watching us on YouTube. And um, and I listening to us on iTunes, um, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, uh, they, they're really good at the heisty stuff, like this plane. More the heisty stuff. Thing. I dig it. Actually, this is this is probably one of my favorite episodes in terms of like genuinely. Uh, you know, we we, we talk uh, and, and Jody talks about Simon and Simon uh, Solomon and Tom as this sort of uh, undercover odd couple that we love, and nothing's more fun than them. You put nothing, the, nothing's more fun. Like you, you, you put them on a mission together, on a heist together, or whatever the thing is. Uh, good stuff. I'll watch happen. that all day. I, I, I concur. So uh, let's talk about this weird, creepy opening sequence. I mean, you know, Blacklist Redemption is kind of doing taking a cue from the Blacklist, which are doing these sort of opening sequences, which necessarily aren't necessarily tied to the direct storyline of the episode, but maybe hint at something mm-hmm. towards it. And this one was really far away. We started in Berlin, Germany. Um, these things almost work as their own little, like, one-act play, like, one-act vignettes. Yeah, I can see that. It's like its own thing that happened. Like, um, it was really interesting, because what was interesting about that opening scene is, it was about a terror attack from a you know crazy radical group called Germany First, mm-hmm. who uh, perpetrated a horrible uh, sarin gas, sarin gas, sarin gas attack on on some poor uh, uh, immigrant some looking refugees. folks, refugees, and um, it's really quite disturbing. 
It was very disturbing. Somewhat topical and somewhat somewhat topical. And just not an easy little opening sequence to watch. Nothing yeah, really hard sure, about that. I'm sure the I'm sure the Germans didn't didn't really like that. Probably that, not that, that portrayal. It was the most of, Aryan of looking officer of all time. I mean, he was straight he out of he's shifty. Tra- he's, he's shifty straight out of uh some not he's like he's like <laughs> a weird uh Avengers villain, a Captain America yeah. villain. He's like one of the Red Skull's henchmen. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying, Eric? <laughs> totally. He's not listening. He's listening. <laughs> um um so yeah, like he's a you know he was crazy, but the whole the whole like you know the poor kid like thank you sir for helping us. I love your help. He's like eat it, kid. I love your help. He's like but sir, the gas is coming. No one's here to help us. He's like close the door. Germany first. He always also Credits. took out some of his uh, some of his fellow officers. Hey man, people got to go. You know, you gotta, sacrifices you must be done. made. So that, that that was quite interesting. You want Germany to awaken? I mean, you know, quite interesting, quite disturbing, but uh, I guess necessary for um, necessary for us to get behind, you know, get into this episode when we figured out that, um, or they figured out that the the sarin gas was stolen by yeah, this, where the hell they get that? By it's got by a, a crazy crew. Crazy crew. Well, what we first learn is that the Office of Secure Transportation... Is that a real office? I don't know, but they're not really good at what they do. Right. Apparently, if they're just shipping off crazy weapons and whatnots on regular right. old commercial planes. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that seems the least secure thing possible. Well, yes. For the office, office of Secure Transportation. Right. <laughs> the Office of Least Secure <laughs> yes. Transportation, so they should be called. Yes. Yeah, because very old commercial planes really no real, uh, you know, uh, protection there. No. No federal agents, no air marshals, nothing. Nothing. But anyway, interesting. So, um, yeah, so I... You know, so they get the information. They figure out they need to get on this plane, uh, and the only way they can do it is to is to send Tom and uh, well, well, their CIA director. What's his name? What's his head? Uh, Daniel Bishop. Daniel Bishop, CIA, CIA boss, boss comes in and kind of says, "I mean, this is also some good exposition stuff." He just mm-hmm. kind of just kind of goes, "We have intel that the plane's taken off or whatever. Yeah. they're going to be on the plane. That's all you need to know." And so um, they send Tom and Solomon in. I would love to get on any plane where Tom is greeting me at the door. That's right. He's <laughs> like two of the... Show me to as, my seat. As Jody said, two of the hottest uh, air, air, air flight attendants ever. I mean, but, yeah. But, uh, it, was, it was very funny that, that, that they were... the airline I will pay extra for. Uh, me too. And again, you know, as, as, as well documented here. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what, Joe? What's well documented here? I don't here? know. The, no? the, the, you know my my, my uh, need to t- say how many men I'll sleep with. Oh, yes. I do it all the time. I don't know. <laughs> Not for me. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I did, I did like the bit, you know, the whole, the whole sort of odd couple bit. Like, you know, Tom's like, normally we start with the seatbelt, but Phil here is, but old Phil is so good so with the vest. good with the vest. We're going to go ahead and flip the script. That was fun. He's so good with the vest. Um, so, yeah, so we, we I, I like the way that whole thing unfolded. I thought that was a very cool sort of, I, actually, just in general, the other thing I like, as well as the big board and seeing the big board somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I like more than seeing the big board is seeing like some sort of heist on the plane or something. I love of that stuff. Plane. I mean, not when I'm on the plane. Oh, no, 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 no. That's but a different story. The idea of like, you know, we've got five dudes in a plane, only one guy can stop it. It's kind of that like die hard, snakes mm-hmm. in a plane, Air Force One. Air Force One. Claustrophobic Get off feel. my plane. Foot to the face. Yeah. I'm the president. 
Uh, spoiler alert. But uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen Air Force One. But, <laughs> but I kind of want to watch um, that. Gary Oldman. I forgot about that. Too. Uh-huh. He's a bad guy. Anywho, uh, I did like the idea of them uh, you know, on the plane. I, I would feel super safe if those two guys were on the plane. I think so. And they're, and they're ready to rock. The pilots know what's going on. Uh, they, so they just have to sit there and wait for the heist to go down. Yeah. Um, but so they looks like they you can see there's a sort of people in position and ready to rock. They lose communication. They have to have some transponder on board yeah. that allows them to, to jammed all the signals. Jammed all the signals. The plane the disappeared. The plane mm-hmm. um, and all that good stuff. And one of the things uh, Lola has watched that with me commented on is that like good for Dumont for figuring out and, and, and Nez for sort of figuring all that stuff out. That the guy who's actually the mechanic is really a SEAL team, a SEAL, a Navy, uh, you know, a it's former on this military plane, guy. But he's supposed to be in Dallas. He's supposed to be so in that Dallas. doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. Wait, he didn't work on the stuff. Wait, it turns out he's part of a crazy SEAL team. Then mm-hmm. they're all on the plane too. They've all yep. I'm not saying anything bad about du- Dumont and the gang, but is this stuff they could have figured out before the, mo- before well, the plane took off? Well, you think when they got the manifest, they would sort of piece this together. I mean, you that, know, they it, went through, they went some through stuff everything on the manifest, and they're like, huh, no criminals here. No. I mean, wow. like, SEAL teams are pretty elite. And they're like, you wait pretty, a second. There's, what are the odds? That, that was a small plane that you would have five of them, six of them on the same plane. I mean... Props to them for figuring it out so quickly. Like, oh my god, this guy's a me- this guy's a mechanic. He's not just a mechanic. He's a SEAL team guy. And this thing's scheduled for maintenance every two years. And he, he just did maintenance. We're in trouble. Meanwhile, we're like fifty thousand feet up. Like so, too late. <laughs> too late. Too late. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. So that's great. But uh, I, I do. I do. Uh, but I did like the idea that there's multiple people. I like to have that whole thing going down. Uh, how they unfolded with these sort of the 3D printed guns. The plastic yeah, those are cool. The plastic guns. Until someone sneaks one on the airplane, it's my worst nightmare. Like I know too much about three D printing and too much about three D printed weaponry to like. Yeah, it's my worst nightmare. Someone bringing a three D gun on a plane, assembling it in their bag, and then doing some damage. I'll talk about that because <laughs> now I'm gonna have nightmares. Yeah, and now I'm not gonna get on a flight. Or like my man, uh, uh, John John Malkovich did in the other. Uh, President movie. What's um, Atlanta Fire starring Clint Eastwood? I don't know this movie. What? Atlanta Fire? In the Line of Fire. Oh, in the Line of Fire. Yes. No, I still haven't. In seen the Line movie. of Fire. It's an agent Clint Eastwood playing a playing a uh, Secret, Secret Service. Service. Wait. Okay. Officer. Maybe I do know this one. He's famous for uh, doing the details of John F. Kennedy, and he feels guilty. He's haunted with guilt. For that. <laughs> infamous. Haunted with guilt that that one day in 1963 couldn't stop. Yeah. The president. He couldn't protect the president. So in 1993, 30 years later, Still he has job. redemption. Oh. But he's out Maybe there trying to. that should be episode six. He could be redeemed too. <laughs> I mean, that, that was 1993. That was 20 years, 23 years ago. And he was an old geezer then, that claims would. Anyway, I digress. Malkovich used a plastic gun in that towards the end of Sassanac. Okay. So it's nothing new. That was back in '93, but now they 3D print them. And what was that weird thing that that they that, the that de- sort of the, cracked? The the, yeah, that's cool. That cracked the the window and made yeah. made the also plastic. The, yeah, forced the masks to drop. Yeah, in which there was some sort of not sarin gas, but a knockout gas. A knockout gas. Now, yes. Now let me ask. So you were this. they just going to kill everyone on the plane? Yeah. Just let the plane go down? Yeah, they got the plane's going to go down. But let me ask you this: cold hearted. He seemed like such a nice guy. Carter Kane. Well, well, Carter. Well, Carter Kane did not seem like a nice guy. Carter Kane's the main guy. Yeah, but you know he switched switched seats with the mom. Says you know, sorry, I didn't offer sooner. That was a nice move. Yeah. And he asked her to put on the mask. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um. 
Except I, the fact I'm just going to kill you and your snot-nosed kid. <laughs> Why are the kids not us? <laughs> one, shut up. That's, that's, my, that's my worst nightmare. That's my worst nightmare. Just get on a plane with that guns, kid. That kid. Oh. Um, so, no, but I will say that, uh, yeah, so the plastic thing in the window, that was all, you know, cool. I, I, but, but what was the plan? Here's where I'm weird. Um, yes, Ivan, they're real. They're real, brother. Plastic guns are real. Google it. Um, anyway, uh, so the, uh, the thing I thought was, yeah, what's the plan? So they, the bass drops, they knock everyone out, but if we're going to kill everyone, why not just have some poison gas and just kill everyone and be done? I don't know. All right. Because then they wake them up. I don't know the answer. I mean, they could have. So when, when, what I sort of noticed, and this might be really nitpicky, when he moved the female pilot, he took off her mask. And I thought, oh, maybe then, you know, they'll get off the plane. She'll wake up and she'll, she'll save everyone. But then later in a later shot, when Tom was in there, she had the mask back on. So I'm not really sure. That might just be a continuity thing. Probably. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Because he took it off and he was trying to wake her up. Oh, yeah. Any problems? Look at you. Well, well, you know, I'm thinking things through. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was uh, I'm too like a good heist, and I like it to go correctly. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was anyway. That was so they get on there, <coughs> Solomon, and um, and uh, and Tom. Solomon notices that the plastic thing's on. He yeah. tries to be cool. Flashes the gun. Yeah, he gets the thing off. Not oh. his slickest move. Uh, slickest move. But it's all right. But uh, and they a fight ensues. Uh, Solomon gets knocked out again. The plastic gun. You have Solomon. Why knock him out? Why not just shoot Solomon? Keep him moving. Because maybe that would freak out everyone on the plane, All right. and they wouldn't put on their masks. Fair enough. Maybe. All right. So they knock Solomon. Can't kill Solomon. I he just, can't die. I know. Uh, but I did like so. Tom is you know down down in the uh, down the cargo hold. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the issues going down, if you will, because they lost all communication. They had to get rid of that lost jammer. Lost all first. communication. Get rid of the jammer. I do like the fact that they did the whole. What I liked is uh, you know Tom's down there trying oh. to figure this out. Is that my phone? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Hello. My phone just rang. Hello, Ivan Soto. <laughs> is that you, Alexander? Is that you, Golden Toe? Sorry, folks. <laughs> that's that's very. It's not. Not professional. There you are. Anyway, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I thought I turned it off. That happened. Anyway, so Tom's in a cargo hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds a jammer, mm-hmm. unjams the jammer. He's going to cut back in contact with my man, um, Dumont. Mm-hmm. Uh, he locates the shotguns, which is cool. Not exactly something you want to have on a pressurized aircraft, by the way, giant shotguns. I mean, can you just move those on commercial planes as cargo? I mean, you can move you can check gas it? and other stuff. But that was like a that was a that was a guy who was just on the plane. Who was yeah, because like, I think you can. You he, can check your shotguns. You can check. I mean, as long as you're checking I've, it. I've that, never checked just, a shotgun before. There's people who before. check hunting rifles and stuff. Okay, yeah, I guess that right. makes sense. Yeah, you got to be able to check that stuff. Yeah, I imagine Eric, you would know. Can you check shotguns on airplanes? Can you check? You can check hunting rifles and they stuff, right? Underneath. See, they go oh, underneath. Okay, it's like you said, oh. they go underneath. Well, um, next time I'm flying, I'm bringing my shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Andy Martin said it was Flippo. It was Flippo. Was Flippo! <laughs> Come back! Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he's down there with the shotgun. The mm-hmm. guy goes down there. Now, I thought, like, it's Tom versus Navy SEAL. He goes down there. And a move that I thought was super diehard-esque. Like, ah, super yes. diehard-esque. When he takes the guy out. Yeah. And he picks up the microphone. He's like, you know, one down, four to go. Oh, my God. That was hysterical. That was so, I, I did that was that so John McClane. And he even had, like, the raspy voice. One terrorist down, pal. Whatever Wait, he says. status report. 
One down, four to go. That was the most John McClane thing I've ever heard in my life. That was so cool. Anyway, I like that. Um, I kind of did, too. <laughs> I like that. I wasn't mad at it. Hey, pal. Yippee guy, Hey, pal. <laughs> I loved, I loved, I loved guy, all that. Love <laughs> so, uh, oh, now I watch Die Hard. Uh, I love these movies. These I are love, fun movies we're referencing. Fun PS. movies we're referencing, and this was this was in the spirit. This, this, yeah, this I loved in the it. Spirit of all that. Um, and so uh, then they have this one move that where they uh, oh we got split we're split screen. I like <gasps> split screen. Anyway, we then this. <laughs> this is very blacklist redemption of us right here. Yes, it is. Oh, but we're split screen like blacklist yeah. redemption. <laughs> I should be doing something. I should be you, you doing nezzing it up. <laughs> oh yeah, is it your nez? Get in the car. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what's cool? Is, so, so the, the um, they decide that they're going to blow the hatch, and they're listen. We were heading towards the LZ. I thought they mean they're going to land the plane, but no, mm-hmm. they're not landing the plane. Nope. They're getting out of there, and we realize that the cargo package is the, is the woman, it's the chick, and the guy got on the plane. He did the move where he was like, I "Can't let you do this. Can't let you do this." I love me some Hoyt from True Blood too. Yeah, Hoyt, Hoyt, Misty Hoyt. Um, and so. Uh, yeah, they did all that stuff. Put on their goggles, blew the door, depressurized, uh, and in a cool act, my man Solomon did a few cool moves. Oh yes, yeah. He, uh, he took out the guy. Uh, he just did some. What do you do? He like, do you like strap himself in with a seatbelt or something? Yeah. Was, was it the, the demonstration seatbelt? In and like, yeah, did it like that? That that's a commitment from Solomon. Like, what I don't know how to do get? that. I, I might, I might make sure Tom. I might check with Tom. What are you gonna do? You're gonna I'm lose not, the whole thing. He's like, you know, Tom's down yeah. below. Tom but, can handle himself. Tom can handle himself with the plane. I got to go out to the cargo. Uh-huh. But there's confidence in that team. Or maybe the plane goes down. Who knows? A few, Tom. Or, Tried to kill me before. I know. Or maybe Solomon, whatever. But I like the idea of he's like, I'm going after this. That was, yeah. that was very cool. That was like more, you know, adds to the legend of Solomon being a super badass. Um, so anyway. And P.S. All this happens in the first, like, 25 minutes of this show. A lot this going episode. on. A lot going on there in the first 25 minutes. And and then, of course, we did get to the old trope, if you will, <laughs> of, um, that's a magic word. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, good word, though. You know, Tom, I, Tom's got to land the plane, but luckily he didn't land the plane. No. You know, <laughs> How, what do I do? I like that he, sh- that, like, Check that's your the one thing Tom can't do. Turn off do. the autopilot. How do I do? I know. I feel like after 35 years of a, watching I'm action sh- movies, this is, I mean, for me, and watching Planes Land from Airport 77 all the way through to whatever else, I feel like I can land a 747. Oh, yeah? I feel like in a pinch. Oh. I feel like I can land a 747. Oh. First things first, turn off the autopilot, right? Okay. Check your. Check where's your, where's check, the autopilot? Check. I don't know, it's the button. You ever seen check. how many little toggles and switches and knobs are in the, check, in the cockpit? Check your altitude. I don't know how this goes. Turn off the autopilot. Okay. Check your airspeed. Okay. Check your altitude. Yep. Uh, you know, get a visual of you know, see, see if you can Anything. see the, the runway. You okay. pull up. Okay. And then something like that. I don't know the rest. So they'll talk me in. I, I can do it. <laughs> and then the guy talks me in. Oh, I've seen it. I can do it. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm filled with confidence in you. But 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 the pilot did, did tell him what to do. And, and I he, do he feel like when up. you're pulling back in the throttle, though, you have to make like yeah. noises. noises. They always do that. It reminded me very much. I just saw these two, two movies, which I love very much. Uh, 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 Captain Phillips, not Captain Phillips. What's the other one? Tom Hanks. Not, he's not. He's not Captain Phillips, but he's Sully. 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 Thank oh. you. Sully. I didn't see that. Oh, it was good. Same thing. <laughs> Sully's doing his thing. He couldn't make it to Teterboro. He couldn't make it to LaGuardia. He had to put it in the Hudson. Put it in the Hudson. Oh, he's, he's great. And the other one. It's a cool story. My man, fictional pilot, but probably the other best pilot ever, Whip, Whip Whitaker. 
Denzel's from from flight. Oh, I didn't Denzel see that had to, he had to flip the plane upside down. Wasn't he drunk? That's not the point. <laughs> he had to flip the plane upside down in order to land it. Wasn't he flying the plane drunk? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like I like, I like airplane stuff. I just want to be in it. So they, they so they, so they get down, they land the plane, and then I like the, the the move. Oh, executive decision. That's the other one. Thank you, Cassandra Sellers. Executive decision. What's that? Steven Seagal. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna save the plane. Was oh, this when he dies in like the first? Spoiler alert. Then Steven <laughs> Seagal like from 1991. And then Steven Seagal dies, and my man Charlie Sheen, not Charlie Sheen, uh, Kurt. Russell. Kurt Russell's got to land the plane. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. I do remember that one. Yes. Steve, I love that one. That's a good one. Okay, that is a good one. All right. Thank, thank you, uh, Cassandra Sellers. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so um, I love all that stuff. I'm Apparently. Not, I'm not going to reference Samuel Jackson thinks on the plane. I never saw that one either. Uh, that that was okay with but me. But I'm sure he had to land the plane, too. Oh, uh, probably. He must have, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, so they land, they land the... Uh, they they don't, uh, oh yeah, they don't they do land, land the plane. plane. Tom just kind of shows up in the office, like, whew. Yeah, like turns the corner, gets out of the elevator. She's like, oh, I thought you were dead. I like, the, I like the time jumps because it's oh, like, yeah. where are they? You have to land that plane. Then she's got to get on another plane from Vancouver to DC. I guess that's not that. That's pretty far. Is that's, it Vancouver or is it Quebec? Was they it in started Canada somewhere? in Seattle, uh, British Columbia. Is that where they were saying? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's five landed? hours, but Solomon's down in the, in the hills for. Five plus hours, and Tom has to fly back to, to to headquarters and get an update, and then fly back out to the like. That's a lot of flying. This a is lot of flying. This is like um, wrestler and Navabi in the in the, in the, in the SUV, all Dri- over the East Coast, dri- driving from DC to, to <clears throat> DC to New York in like five minutes. <laughs> but anyway, from Virginia to New York in ten minutes. Anyway, so yeah, they're flying back and forth. Who cares? I don't care. No, um, okay. But uh, so yeah, it was, it was very cool. Let me let me let's stop for a second and go back okay. to the uh, to the B and C plot lines. The B plot line being that Tom first had a run in with his father. I actually keep forgetting that that Howard's Tom's father How for do some you reason. That? I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't. It's like it just doesn't. Like he's so crazy. It's weird. I'm like, why is Tom? I'm like, oh, it's his dad. It's That's his why dad. he's like, Dad, I'll do it. Well, I get it. So. But he's he's definitely wobbling on on, on Howard's craziness. And well, Howard but is, as crazy is out of control. He's 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 hyped up on way craziness, and and he's got the 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 thing and the, the code, and this is the secret. You got to break into the safe. And I do like that Tom Tom says, "Look, this is enough." And if if if, if this, this doesn't, doesn't pan do out, it, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know tell Scotty because he sees Scotty every day, and she is normal, and yeah. she really isn't mourning for her exactly. lost son. And this is what what I like <laughs> about this is this is what. This, 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 you know, Tom Keen is a hell of a lot more reasonable and rational with this stuff than his wife Elizabeth Keen, who right. is like, I don't believe it. I'm gonna do what I want. I'm Lizzie Keen. Or Tom's like, All right. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm Lizzie. <laughs> where where Tom's like, Look, buddy, I don't I don't believe this shit anymore. Yeah, you're I'm crazy. gonna check it out. I'm you know. Give you, but he does give him his last shot. You right. know. Right. You never know. That's true. So he gives the last shot. He goes in. He he very in a very cool way seals the safe. And I like that bit of espionage. Like he really goes in easily. There. Like he gets in there really easily. Easy for a top secret. Like uh, you know, like secure, this is Scotty's safe. Scotty's safe in the in most the Halcyon office. Halcyon office. The most the black the blackest of the black like, ops. Pull out my old bobby pin. Click. There it is. A couple papers. A little cash. Little, Roll uh, call. Yeah. 
Got it. Falcon. There it is. Anyway, he did it. Uh, thank you, Watson Keen. That's my my Lizzie. Uh, Ivan says, "Don't bash my Liz." Sorry. You know what's weird? Oh. A super side note. Okay. Uh, I'm out of watching Homeland. Homeland's I'm great. Not. I'm so behind a- on it. I used 10, to love episode it. Episode 10 of 12 just aired. It's super good this season. Cool. The president, uh, kind of a Hillary Clinton, uh-huh. her name is President Elizabeth Keene. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Spelled differently, but she's, 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 she's no one calls her Lizzie. But that's just, just a little side note. Oh. I was watching it last time. I'm like, why do I know Elizabeth Keene? This I don't is want freaking Elizabeth me out. Elizabeth Keene as my president. I really don't. Oh. You know, could be next, though. <laughs> She's FBI agent reinstated. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, strange things have happened. Uh, all right, so Tom super super spy Tom, as Andy Martin says, click you know gets his uh, mm-hmm. bobby pin, steals steals the information, calls Scotty to the conference room. Mm-hmm. Sneaks that was out. a good move. Good, good move. move. I was like, how are you gonna get out of here, Tom? How Sne- are you gonna do it? Sneaks out, uh, decodes the thing. It's not right. He's like, this is ridiculous. It's a comic book. A comic book. I mean, that is pretty lame. A comic book cipher uh, called Ultrafight. Are you still... <laughs> That's the worst name for a comic book ever, by the way. Um, Eric, do you have any comic books named Ultrafight? No, you know that one? Okay. <laughs> Ultrafight. Not that he's going to admit to. I'm admit to. Um, or put it past him. Anyway. Uh, the... Uh, so yeah, it, it doesn't pan out. It looks crazy. Tom's at it. He's throwing out. He's yeah. going to tell Scotty. He goes to tell Scotty right when he's about to tell her. Uh, they found they found word from Solomon. Yes. And so again, they hop on a plane, and seconds later, they're 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 there. The gang's all back together again, ready to rock. Are we going to talk about Solomon and his speeches out in the snow? Of course. Okay. Solomon's speech out in the snow again. This is the second time they give him a little bit of a, a dope ass monologue. The first yeah. time they gave him the whole like the the, the you know sky, the pair of legs, the pair of legs. They're giving they're writing him some red esque monologues. Well, he's the only one who can deliver them correctly, right? And it's also a very cool and sneaky way to uh, to get in some exposition and backstory on Solomon. Yeah, because you know makes it ups you- his scare factor the way he. The way he lies next to him, and he's telling these story stories, and he's just so sort of flippant and it was amused amazing by story. it. Also, a hard scrabble, hard scrabble beginning. Hey, my mama could afford heat or food. Which one you want, kid? Yeah. Heat or food? So that's pretty hard scrabble. He finally lost two toes. Lost frostbite. Two toes. When he's two 13. toes. Hand to God. And this and, and this is in the projects. This ain't uh-huh. even out 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 in, the, in, in somewhere bad. <laughs> yeah. So. He, uh, you know, goes and kills the guy, puts a bullet to the guy's head um, at 13. 13's first, first kill. A very eloquently heartbreaking, eloquent heartbreaking, eloquently told heartbreaking story. Yes. But to his point, all I have to say is, I hate the cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm out of here, buddy. You coming with me or not? I loved it. So, anyway, that was great stuff. They get, they, 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 uh, they get to uh, the team reunites. They figure out that. The guy, the one SEAL team member. Who was not actually a part of the SEAL. He was the only one who was a ranger. The ranger is actually knows the super spy. We found out that the, that the woman's a deep cover op. That she was what was to be stolen all along. What was her name? Right. Jennifer Lynn. Jennifer Lynn she was, was a deep asset. On her way to be the translator of... For Lu Tao, who was Lu a Tao, huge who, Chinese criminal huge from... Huge Chinese Everything large. from, like, dealing arms to human trafficking. Yeah, Tom just knew. I love, I love that bit of exposition. Is yeah. It? Like, hey, Julie, you know, you know Lu Tao, don't you? Uh, yes, yes. A uh, notorious, huge Chinese criminal who is uh <laughs> exactly <laughs> let's go <laughs> nice yes yes of course everything from uh from <laughs> arms dealing to 
you know, human trafficking. Exactly. I know, I know him well. Everyone knows that. Now the audience knows too. Okay. So you anyway. Guys aware? You guys aware? <laughs> We're all on the same page? Uh, I, like, okay, I, like, I like that. That's a good ex- exposition trick as well. Get that information out there to, the, to those viewers. Anyway, so yeah, he's a, he's a crime lord. Um, she's going to be his translator. They're going to have some intel, but not before they were taken because not be, but not for the right reasons nope. it's because the ranger mistakenly told the crew that she had information on the crazy KR super KR-20 secret blueprints KR-20. and mobile rocket systems and she, and she did <laughs> not have the blueprints and mobile rocket not systems not a clue and and they they presumably tortured the crap out of her by the way that's love oh yes that's love if eric ever loses you and he's got to like get you back even if it means getting you hijacked from a plane and, and 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 knocked out with gas and then sucked out killing everyone on board killing everyone on board into the into the into the uh, whatever Canadian forest yes have you drug away tortured by some Navy seals only to be able to sneak you out of there that's true love would you do that for me he's not listening he's not listening he doesn't, he doesn't care. care probably not. I, think, I think we just got our answer Eric Eric Curley is here by the way he right. would just be like Peace <laughs> out. you're on your own um, kid it's just, anyway so. Uh, so this guy, talk about a stalker, super ranger, crazy stalker, super stalker. He's like, you know, you one day you'll understand. I did it for us. Here, it's all for you, Damien. Here's the here's the thing. Hot tip to all of these stalker men and women out there: the one day you'll understand. They'll never understand. They'll never understand. One day you'll understand, Julia. I did this for us. There's no such thing as doing it for us. One day you'll get this. And if it gets to a place where someone really does <laughs> file a restraining order against you, right. safe to say, you ain't getting back together. No. That's it. No. Final nail in the coffin. Yeah, no, that was very, very, very tre- creepy. So they get in the All boat. All this is for love. Yeah, so they get in the boat. He doesn't have her secured because he saved her life. And he's talking to her, so he figures it's all fine. He was really effing crazy. Like, the whole, I don't blame you if all those people died. It's not yeah. your fault. She's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So then, uh, but then he got uh, what I like to call the Mr. Ripley'd with the oar. Uh-huh. Well, I thought the same thing. <laughs> he got Ripley'd. Cal- I, like, I like the name of his boat here, Fishy Fishy. Here, Fishy Fishy. Do you remember that Sesame Street with, with, with Bert and Ernie? No. Have you seen this one? Bert and Ernie have. go fishing, okay. and the way that which one's Bert? Uh, Ernie's Conan. the tall one, right? Bert's a, Bert. okay. No, Ernie. Yeah, the way that Ernie no, catches fish. Bert, Bert's conehead. Bert's conehead. Ernie, Ernie is the yeah. funny one. Yeah. Um, the way that he gets fish. They're both gay. Uh, while one is fishing, Ernie goes here, fishy, 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 Aww. fishy, fishy, and then the fish just jump in the boat. Aww. I love it. Sesame Street. That that's, was that's one of my story. favorite favorite things ever. Hello, Ryan Ninja Ninja Steel <laughs> Thomas, uh, okay. for joining us. Anyway, we're God, we, oh, we gotta get out of here. Oh. Okay, so so listen, so okay. so the, he he talented Ripley's with the oar. She runs. the The redemption team's there. They chase him down. Fight ensues. They, he takes them all out. Takes them all out. But then uh, she almost says Tom. She gets a gun. Boom, kills him. Cool, Again, good killer. Like I said, it's good. It, it's it, like the movie Enough. In, in time, she did not understand. She did not. <laughs> oh, look out there. Yeah, watch your sister. Oh, coming back. Here um, we go. <laughs> so, okay, so that's there's that all that. So that's all that. So <laughs> that's then, done. So, uh, so then, so then uh, good old Tom goes back to tell, to tell uh, Scotty, Scotty the everything. truth. Everything. Howard's alive. I'm your long lost son. And he spies a comic book. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And he spies a comic book and he's like, never mind. Jack's the comic. Teleforce. The Teleforce. Comic book. Uh, it w- wasn't Smashing Hands. What was the other one? Teleforce was. No, what was what? the first one? 
was uh, the fake one. Uh, Ultra Fight. Ultra Fight, not Smashing Hands. No. Ultra Fight and Tall Force. Tall Force was the real one. Um, Eric, uh, Smashing Hands is a new comic book you should check so out. Like Yes, like like Iron Fist, Smashing Hands. <laughs> um, so he, he decodes it, decodes the thing, and gets an address, and it's freaking Howard's address. Howard's address. God damn it! He runs over there, and sure enough, there's Solomon putting him in the thing. And Scotty's yep. obviously distraught when she gets the phone. She goes to the Target, moving yep. the Target. Solomon's there taking him down. Yep. Uh, what's gonna happen I next? I don't know. That, well, now, now, now I'm interested. Now I was like totally in. Gotcha. Um, it was the, I guess we can talk about it next time since we're out of time. It was interesting though the whole thing with Scotty and uh, and Trevor yeah. while they're lying in bed together and she's telling the exact same story. Yes, only flipped the characters exactly. That she's the one who found the 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 White Hall, which and leads to believe she's the one who was looking into it and 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 yep. and it just caused Howard to be more paranoid and then she went and had to have him marginalized and so it's just an interesting turn of events there. Well this means someone else is pulling the strings. Yeah. Pitting the two against each other. That person that who who will soon to be named and maybe this means Howard will be back and Howard and Scotty will be working together and it'll be one big happy family, father, son, you know, mother, father, son working together as one big spy family, at Spagnus in there, mm-hmm. Lizzie Keen. That's a spin that's a spin off show. I don't know, spy family. Spy family. I don't know. But, but, but I, I like this. Um, uh, okay, we're wrapping now. Uh, yep. you know, maybe maybe the person pulling the strings? Trevor. Red Reddington. Oh! <laughs> I don't know. Trevor. We'll get to Trevor later. Boy Toy Trevor. Trevor. I mean, this is a lot of... No, a little too a much. a lot of story for him not to have anything to do with this. You know, I... Look, I, you know, whatever. Signing NDA. I don't know much about sex. But, but apparently he's really putting it down. Because Scotty says blab, giving it all up. Giving it all up to Trevor. All right, we got to go. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us on that one. Sorry, we, we have a short show. We have to wrap. Um, but uh, no predictions. But I predict maybe that someone's pitting, uh, obviously pitting the two, uh, Howard and Scotty, against each other. And maybe they'll solve together as family. Uh, Julia, where yes. can the kids find you? Kids, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter with my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And I'm Joe Braz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe K. Braz. We'll also on Snapchat at uh, J. Braz. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining us, Brett and Golden Toe and Andrew Martin and Andrew Martin, sorry, Ivan and all you folks. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 